0: You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss.
1: I'm Ulysses Sembrano,
0: Host of Locked On Rays on the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked on Rays on Himalaya, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast, Locked on Rays.
1: Well, Kevin, uh, I thought for today's episode, we could try a new segment uh, called Are You Jealous? And it basically consists of uh, seeing uh, a little bit of a... Uh, of news that can happen around MLB, and the MLB world, and ask you a very simple question. Are you jealous? Okay. I already am. I already am jealous.
0: I'm jealous <laughs> of everything not related to the Tampa Bay Rays.
1: Okay, so here goes my the first try for for this segment. The Brewers just signed Christian Yelich for a 9-year contract. Uh reported the the value was a 215 million dollars. So my question is, being a fan of a small market team like the Tampa Bay Rays, knowing that the Milwaukee Brewers are a small market team and they just shellacked this amount of money, my question is to you, are you jealous? I am absolutely
0: 100% jealous of the Brewers being able to shell out this kind of money for one of the top position players in baseball. And you wish that the Rays would do something similar with a generational talent, a general generational player like Christian Yelich, like Wander Franco, like I would not be opposed if he comes up and hits like a Christian Yelich. Yeah, give him that nine-year, two hundred fifteen million dollar deal. Now, ask me seven, eight years from now, am I going to be mm-hmm. jealous?
1: Right.
0: I I might not be jealous because they might be paying <laughs> off a guy. I don't know how old Christian Yelich is. What twenty seven? He's twenty
1: seven, twenty eight, right?
0: Okay, so the the last couple years of that contract could be a little bit problematic, but the fact that a fellow small market team is mm-hmm. willing to give up that amount of money for to keep a player instead of all right, we're going to try to trade him at the trade deadline and or in the offseason and and get a bunch of prospects going from there, but yes, I'm I'm absolutely jealous that once in a blue moon they would give this kind of money to a player. I I wouldn't want to see you know, it's weird because I'm not sometimes I'm not jealous of the big market teams where they're just throwing around money and it's like you wasted all this money right on a player who's not doing anything. Now you got to go back and try to get under the luxury tax and do all right, these right. different things. Like I appreciate the fact that the Rays are for the most part smart with how they use their funds. But in a case like uh, Christian Yelich for example, um it it would be nice to be able to keep a player like that at some point.
1: Well, and again, I don't want this to to come off as like, oh, we're yeah. Obviously, you're jealous because you don't have Christian Yelich on your team, right? Well, I mean, duh. But no, it's the small market front office being able to say, no, you know what, this is worth it. Mm-hmm. Now, do we have a Christian Yelich on the team? Maybe not right now. Uh, th- that that's an MVP um, uh, guy right there, and Perry knows this. Yes, uh, but. Um, <laughs> Perhaps in other um, in in with our race lenses and our race knowledge, we know that we shipped off. Look, we don't know how good Hunter Renfro uh, is going to be and Xavier Edwards. They could be very uh, very good players. The fact is, is that the race front office saw Tommy Fam with an eight million dollar tag and said that's too much. That's mm-hmm. too much. So uh, that's the reality as a Rays fan. So, yes, I, I am also jealous like you that uh, they can act when they need to. And and sometimes the Rays don't when they probably should. I mean, I, I, could, wouldn't you have liked to see uh, Tommy Pham, regardless of what Hunter Renfro can provide? But wouldn't you have liked to have seen another year of Tommy Pham?
0: Yes, I would have liked to see another year of Tommy Pham. I will say, though, again, we, we don't know the impacts of that trade yet, but I think right. the Rays got a pretty good haul in return because I think Renfro is going to have a big year, and I oh, think boy. Xavier Edwards is going to be, they say he's going to be something else if and when he gets to the big league several years from now. Um, honestly, I think, I think Tommy Pham could have a bit of a down year this year. Maybe. I know there's maybe. talks about his elbow issues that's still trying to get figured out. He, he started spring training
1: a little bit later, yeah. you know. But, okay, well, then let's, let's expand it a But I a get your bit. point
0: of generally, yeah, a, a cornerstone player like that and a leader and,
1: like. Well, just go right now to the 2020 team. Let's, uh-huh. let's look at Willie Adamas. Let's look at uh, guys like maybe Ryan Yarbrough. Mm-hmm. I couldn't you come up to those guys and talk extension talks with them as well. Yes, you
0: could. And you should honestly with, with some of those guys. Um, it's funny because you mentioned Christian Yelich, you know, who's probably really jealous Marlins fans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, jealous uh, of Yelich going away and Giancarlo Stanton,
1: formerly they, uh, known as Mike Stanton. And- honestly yeah that's how old we are we met him as mike um he was better as mike i feel like he was better as mike i liked him better as mike um yeah yeah that that's not a good uh fandom right there well i mean you you could expand that into you know say willie adams yeah he's not he's no generational talent but he could be a really really good solid baseball player oh he he is a really
0: really good uh, solid baseball player i mean he was become
1: better and could become better i mean this guy could become a four-win player and that's pretty nice to have uh on your roster and especially if you're able to lock him down on his second full year uh season as a sophomore and say you know what hey here's a 25 mil i think
0: you know? that would be a very fair price too for him as well in fact would you say that willie adamas is maybe the most underrated shortstop in baseball
1: if he's not i want to see the other top two
0: yeah because he did not get much love from the Gold Glove committee, no, not all at those all. people that make those decisions. And he was—you look at all the metrics, you look at the right. highlights, you look at the tape, you look at the film. That guy, you look at some playoff games. Yeah, that guy made an impact. Just sure.
1: like, just like Ryan Yarbrough, he doesn't get the same love because uh, you know maybe he doesn't start the game, but yeah. well, I, he doesn't I mean, throw hard. And doesn't yeah. throw hard, exactly. But he can command his pitches, and he can deliver results. I mean, he was one out of way to be the only guy to have a complete game in, in 2019. I'm, that honestly, was a Kevin Crash moment. Well, yeah. Not letting yeah, some, him get that last out. But some I get people it. I would I get say, yeah, analytics, but yeah, I, I'm with you there. I think you, that was a you Crash moment.
0: You mentioned Willie Adamas, and it's interesting because I think it was Mark Topkin that reported that of course, the Rays had uh, had extension talks with Austin Meadows, or at least broached the subject with Meadows and Glass now, but have not approached Willie Adamas as far as I understand it. And I wonder if that has to do with, again, not Wander. saying that... What's that? With Wander? Well, yeah, and just the amount of other middle infielders too. Mm. On the come up. Interesting. But mainly Wander Franco, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, Fox, Fidel Brujan, Xavier Edwards. But-, but then again, aren't you making William Adamas even more attractive to, let's say, the Detroit Tigers or mm-hmm. XXXX team would say, no, you know what? This is guaranteed. You don't have to pay him more than yes. this contract for the next five years. You got him locked up. I mean, isn't that why a big reason the Pittsburgh Pirates traded for Chris Archer? Because he was a controllable pitcher for the next three years and they Mm -hmm. knew how much they had to pay him. I mean, you you could have the same situation with Willie Adamas and another team saying, no, this is a shortstop that can be our shortstop for the next four years for this exact price.
0: The other thing, too, is I don't know. Right now, I find it hard to believe that you can find that Wander Franco, I think, definitely better offensively. but. Would he be be better defensively at shortstop than Willie Adamas? I think that would take several years, no? Yeah. I Uh, I, I think what you could do is put him – I mean, you hurt his value a little bit, I guess, but see if you can try to develop him as a third baseman. He's got kind of a body that translates to that position more so than a
1: shortstop. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that this year, Kevin. I wouldn't be surprised if they go, you know what? We're going to try you at third base as well. You're going to still play short, yeah. but you're going to be third. Uh, try him at multiple positions. Too. Yes. Yeah. I mean, versatility is going to get you opportunities at a higher level than if you're just pigeonholed into one.
0: Yeah, and, uh, uh, and Willie Adams too. I don't think he gets enough credit for how much players love him, too. Like, he's yeah. always got a smile on his face, very gregarious, <laughs> and there's something about having him... In the clubhouse, not besides his defensive prowess. And I do think he's going to take more of a leap offensively this year. I mean, it can't get any worse than he was at home, right?
1: Right. And and, and I agree with that gregarious attitude. Did you see um, that post by Cafecito's uh, Instagram story uh, featuring Willie Adamas?
0: Was it the interaction with the, the toll worker?
1: Yes. Is that even uh, the right term, toll worker? Yeah, the, yeah, the toll booth. I, did, I
0: I saw it, but I didn't hear it.
1: Well, the guy it was, was the like saying, balls. Yeah, he was like, uh, you'll, you know, uh, if I have to, let me tell you something. If you have to do one thing, basically, uh, you know, beat the bleeping uh, Boston Red Sox. And he's like, You got it, man. There You're we right. go. <laughs> awesome. Hey, it should
0: be easier this year than past years. Right. I'll just leave it at that. Let's go. Hey, the coronavirus. Mm hmm has hit the MLB, sort of, indirectly. We'll discuss next. Okay, Ulysses, are you concerned that the trop may be played in front of no fans, going from very little fans to no fans, now with the quote-unquote outbreak of the coronavirus in the United States?
1: Well, most definitely, because I got some tickets already, man.
0: Yeah, how is that going to work?
1: Now, <laughs> I, I don't should pre- know.
0: I should preface this by saying, okay, the MLB has taken some initial steps to limit right. the spread of the virus and preventing. I mean, really the biggest thing is preventing their players from getting it. I think that's what they're yes. looking to do. So they've restricted clubhouse access for media and non-essential personnel That's got to kind of stink if you're like, am I on the borderline of being an essential personnel or non-essential? Nope, you're (laughs) not essential. We do do not need you here. Go home. Um, And they've also instituted a six-foot buffer zone, I guess, between uh, reporters and uh, players Players, and coaches during interviews. Now, as of right now, there's been no... Nothing finalized as far as canceling spring training games or postponing the regular season or playing games in front of empty crowds. But that who knows, that could be the next step. I mean, what you're seeing in other sports, I got to be honest, I think it's gotten a little out of hand with the over. Hey, I've I've survived uh, Zika, I've su- survived Ebola, so I I flew. Sur- Yeah, I've survived uh, bird flu. <laughs> I mean, I've survived the flu. Uh, I think the coronavirus. Now, in other countries, it's completely different. You know,
1: I, I understand. I mean, Italy like, is like on lockdown right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. complete lockdown. There are sporting events in Japan, Italy, where they are. You know, no fans in attendance. It, it's it's definitely going to impact um, this this year. However, you see it, it's going right. to impact it now. I mean, you, the Mariners have even talked about playing their home games in Arizona because it's of how crazy. it has been spreading in Washington State. Yes, it's crazy. Like, well, uh, And so quickly, you know? Yeah. I mean, a month ago, nobody was talking about this. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's essentially how a virus, uh, you know, spreads so quickly. Apparently, Seattle as a whole, not the
0: Mariners, but the city has banned gatherings of people of 250 people or more. Wow. So that would include the Mariners, no? You would think, I'd, I'd assume that, they'd get more than 250
1: fans yes, you know, at that, their I stadium. Mean, that would include a live a podcast uh, yeah. uh, recording of our show, too, and like, obviously. And,
0: and you've seen it I mean, elsewhere with college basketball, the Ivy League. They canceled their entire tournament yeah. and just named the regular season champion. So you've ended careers of how many seniors on – Harvard and, and the and Princeton and all these other teams that had a chance they definitely I mean conference tournament anything can happen you can upset a, a top seed just like that and you yeah. get your automatic bid to the NCAA tournament like what how far are we going to go with this are we going to cancel just cancel everything how about we cancel coronavirus let's <laughs> let's do that <laughs> well, can't, you know, that
1: hopefully, the brighter minds in all of the pharmaceutical industry and medical and healthcare are all working towards that, exactly yes. that. So we, so we can focus on not important things like sporting events. But yes, uh, it's it's getting crazy, yeah. and like Ken Rosenthal said uh, in the Athletic, we're obviously proud of MLB for taking the the right steps into kind of uh, mitigating the negative effects here. Yeah, the precautions. But um, but there is something to be said that if media doesn't have the same access to it, uh, to the players in the locker room and, and have informal conversations, which could turn into a, a potential story and, mm-hmm. and give the, the audience, us, a member of society, a closer look into what these players are going through and, and, and how they feel on certain things – then yeah then it's the audience the 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 fandom that gets hurt ultimately
0: yeah that that's that article is definitely well worth everyone's time because it's it's so easy to say oh they're hey nobody cares about the media but you want to care about the stories the human aspect right of a player and it's very difficult because i've been in clubhouses i've been in locker rooms and i've been at traditional suit and tie press conferences and it is a totally different vibe right when you're you've got somebody standing at a podium getting random questions asked as opposed to a one-on-one close tight-knit interview in a locker room where you're kind of free to talk and and chatter and, and joke a little bit and build that relationship
1: yeah because, building that rapport yeah. is so in is is integral really, to yeah. the to the final words put down on paper you know uh they they build that and and it can kind of give um their stories a little bit more complexity
0: exactly and it's funny because like probably honestly players and coaches right now are probably pretty excited about the fact of uh, mark topkins not breathing down my neck as he (laughs) sticks a phone in my face thank the lord there's at least a six foot buffer hey weasley media guy get your keep your dandruff away from me. Okay, thank you. <laughs> but after a while, they're probably like, I want to be able to share what's going on. Like, well, for exa- And the other thing too is like, okay, I hope this is just a temporary thing that they're not going to close mm-hmm. off Clubhouse Access forever. Like th- that this isn't just a new policy. Oh, the coronavirus is just an excuse. Yes. Because
1: you're saying, ooh, I don't have Mark Topkin right next to me or the dandruff guy, whatever. Yeah. You know, um, Wouldn't they just kind of grow? I mean- th- adaptability is one of the biggest strengths and biggest weaknesses of the of the human condition. Yeah. So if you adapt to not having a phone on your face and you like that, maybe you go like, well actually for now on we're not going to have media in the locker rooms. And mm-hmm. then the fandom gets a little bit more distanced from the, yeah. the, the the sports um that they follow.
0: That's the one thing MLB absolutely cannot afford to lose. As you have the NFL rising in popularity and the NBA rising in popularity, people, okay, no PR is, I mean, any PR is good PR. Right. I mean, even like, Well, actually, tell that to the Astros. No, but even, (laughs) well, yeah, for that team, but I think for MLB as a whole. No, but yeah. Think about how many more people that weren't baseball fans. They're they're clicking into
1: MLB stuff now.
0: The revelation came out in November, right in the heart of football season. And right. what were people talking about? They were talking about
1: MLB. They were talking about... And the that athletes. never happens. That never, never happens. When when are, you know, talking heads talking about, uh, excuse the redundancy there, but, you know, about MLB? Never. Never. They're talking about the, the, the Buffalo Bills, you know, sucking. Oh, I guess yeah. in this year that they, they were pretty good. But, yeah, that's what they're talking about.
0: Or they're talking about the Bucks sucking. That's every well, yeah, year that's that's, a, that's, that's a Yeah, thing. that's more regular. Or, yes. like, for example... Tyler Glass, now I think this was, well, no, I think this was an in-person interview. Tyler Glass now talking to the Pirates reporter about how, I mean, that was a revelation right there, how the Pirates didn't do anything to aid him with data or how he should pitch until he got to the Rays where they're like, you need to throw fastballs up in the zone, use your breaking ball more, and that's how you're going to be successful. And and that was, I mean, that was a great story. And instead of just... I'm sorry, but sometimes the MLB team websites, it's a lot of
1: PR. It's very bland. And yes. very PR You've and gotta and have there's no real in-depth content there. And I mean and honestly, they have to, you know, churn out content daily. So I maybe mean, that's that's something to be said that doesn't really help them and the authors of that. That's they go cliche and that's it.
0: Right. But like, you know, For example, would you ever would the, the Ryan Sheriff story ever been on mlb.com probably not no
1: probably not most likely not yeah i mean even if it is spring training it's just not gonna make it
0: and he probably wouldn't have shared that information if it was just a media, co- like a, who's going to ask conference? Who's yes. going to ask
1: that? You know, that just comes from getting to know a player and be like, you know what? Today yeah. I'm going to kind of follow Ryan Sheriff and right. and ask him stuff and, and building that to report. know him and it's you build so that rapport. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it, it's and, it's definitely affecting sports and now that baseball is about to start, we're going to start seeing some of the effects. But hopefully, um, it doesn't come to that you know, like you said earlier that it might cancel the 2020 season or any other games like that.
0: It's crazy because honestly, I've not really changed a thing with my lifestyle. I may be using hand sanitizer and more deliberate about washing my hands more frequently. I'm still going to the gym. I'm still going to work. I'm still going to places. I'm still going to spring training games. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) I just think that everything is an epidemic. I mean, it's gotten to the point where I get it. It's serious. And for those that have it, That's terrible, and hopefully, if you have it or or if you think you're sick in general, you shouldn't be going to a public gathering. You shouldn't be going to a game in the first place. That's just common sense. But like,
1: I'm not really changing anything. Knock on wood. But (laughs) yeah, exactly. I was gonna say you'd better be knocking on wood. But no, I mean, uh, you know, full disclosure, you know this. uh, But I'm 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 a germaphobe, man. I carry hand sanitizer with me and hand wipes, so um i'm just doing that uh just like i always do and uh hopefully this is uh figured out uh pretty soon but it it is getting kind of scary because it's all over the place now
0: yeah apparently steinbrenner field does not have hand sanitizer stations how about that that's kind of gross yeah i think because there was a report that came out of the tampa bay times they did kind of a walkthrough and they Oof. saw there were no hand sanitizer stations so i think that's probably going to change sometime this week if i had to guess hey <laughs> yeah. you know who probably hey Market inefficiency, Tampa Bay Rays, they saw this coming. No more cash at the truck They're, they they're did. one step ahead of wow. it. Wow. Look at that.
1: It all comes back full circle. Good one, Kevin. Yeah. No. Oh, man. Good job. Let's all give a they, hand they, to Kevin. They, that was pretty good.
0: Scouting, uh, as they were scouting Yoshi Satsugo,
1: they are like, <laughs> hey,
0: I'm hearing rumors about a coronavirus. We might want right. to go cashless. Oh, perfect. It's worked out. It's worked okay. out. All right. That wraps up this edition of Locked on Rays. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on MLB. Hope you all have a wonderful day and we'll talk to you tomorrow.